All right, what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Crypto Hangout Network. We are back doing the live streams on Sundays at 8 p.m. Uh, I took a couple of months off for a little break. Uh, we got a lot of news going on uh, this week. If you're in the um, Facebook chat group, then you know that I've been posting a lot of information, as well as if you've been paying attention to the community tab, then you can also see some of the information that I have been giving to my alpha groups. Okay. Um, let me know if you can hear me. Can, can hit the like button or, or put a one in the chat if you can hear me. All right. Let's see here. All right. Before we get started, if you would like to subscribe to our Spotify uh, channel where I drop a lot of alpha uh, a lot of interviews and um, behind-the-scenes content, special content. It's $4.99 a month. Uh, link will be below in the uh, bio and in the description. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. Let's look at the crypto bubbles. As you can see, Luna C is up 18%. Ape is up 5.6%. Sand is up 4%. XRP is up 6, uh, 2%. Mana is up 4%. Sol is up 3.1%. IMX is up 2.1%. CRO is up 1.8%, uh, and we have a lot of red bubbles, right, right? So we have a lot of um, other coins that are up considerably amount, uh, being Metaverse and the uh, gaming tokens. And so they are actually, you know, starting to pump, you know, if you have been paying attention to anything that I have being saying in the videos over the past year, year and a half, and you know that Metaverse is going to be big as well as the gaming, as well as the blockchains that are used to render those platforms. Okay, so now let's go to look at the charts. Got the Bitcoin chart here. All right, this is the Bitcoin four hour chart. As you can see, we have red right here. It fell down. Uh, it's down currently at 27, 27 just above 27,000 and I suspect uh, 25,000 is in the play yeah, I told you guys that if we did not right up in here <clears throat> last Tuesday that if it did not break past the ceiling that you would see a downward trend and 25,000 would be in the play 25,000 is still in the play as you have lower highs you have a lower lower high here boom therefore you had the fall you have a lower high here and you have more red. So I suspect it to fall even more and produce a lower high and continue to fall down towards that 26,000 uh, uh, floor and eventually break through that towards the 25K. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how things go. Like I said, this is the four hour chart. Let's take a look at the daily chart here. Uh, let's see, daily chart. Got the Bitcoin daily. And same things producing a lower high here and so like I said probably towards the end of next week you'll see 25,000 in playing the cards all right so just keep that in mind look at the smaller time frames to see what's going on here as you can see you had that cross right there death cross right there and price action fell along with it this is the hour time frame so we shall see exactly what it does over the next 24 hours. The next 24 hours will be crucial. We need the bears to show up and push it above 
this uh, it need, actually needs to be above go above the twenty eight thousand um, ceiling before you start to see a, re a reversal before I start to get you know excited so to say. All right, so uh, you know what's big is uh, on the news. We want to get into some of these metaverse coins here next in a second, but. I wanted to talk about it right here. This news that came in, it says Metaverse and Blockchain Boost North America Digital Gaming Markets. So new research shows that North American digital gaming market is poised for growth as emerging trends. And I'm going to show you after this article, I'm going to pull up some of these um, coins and some of these charts so you can actually see exactly how it's, how it's, uh, what, what, what's going on with them. So according to a new report on North American digital gaming market for 2023, the industry is undergoing a remarkable boom, driven by the advent of the metaverse and the integration of blockchain technology, the building blocks of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies into gaming. The report highlights how the gaming landscape is being reshaped by technological advancements and emerging trends, including advanced gaming technologies, socializing within games, cloud gaming, and gaming within the metaverse. So, let's see here. Just one second. So, you know, beyond the traditional concept of playing games, these trends have transformed the gaming market into comprehensive ecosystems that encompasses viewing, attending virtual events, and content creation. And I agree because now you get to own your assets that you bought. Uh, no longer, um, after you beat the game, you can sell them off and make money instead of, uh, you know, not being able to do that in the past. You know, having to just sell the entire game and you, you bought all this stuff and you, you beat the game. Now you have you can't do anything else with it. You know, you just wasted money. So you, now you could able to sell, uh, you know, your assets that you that you obtained in the game. You're able to own actual land that's in the game and make money off of that itself. So, yeah, it's, it's big. And I know that a lot of those games haven't, you know, you haven't seen that in the news lately, but they're building. So do not sleep on those on those games. Research what those games are. Research their founders. Research their tokenomics. Research their assets and how you make money in them. Okay, because it, gaming is a billion dollar industry, and it is very very early in the crypto uh, gaming and the Web three gaming uh, market. Okay, so that's something that you want to take a, take a look into. So it says globally, the adoption of gaming within the metaverse is on the rise. A February 2020 study finds that over half of Gen, uh, Gen Z gamers in the United States intend to make money in the metaverse, and I intend to make money in the metaverse on gaming. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling you from you know what I what I, what I'm doing is a disclosure. Uh, this shift in consumer expectations has led to a growing demand in virtual stores within the metaverse, where gamers can browse and purchase products. Other noteworthy trend is the momentum gained by blockchain gaming, which enables using non-fungible tokens, NFTs, and distributed ledger technology, DLT, for in-game character sales and virtual goods trading. Right? It says, while active gamers count, um, while, while the number of players have been steadily increasing, the United States has experienced a decline in consumer spending on video game products. The global gaming industry is gradually growing, propelled by evolving consumer expectations, technological advancements, and new monetization models. The pandemic-induced digital and online gaming surge created recent trends such as gaming in the metaverse. Gaming companies have introduced new business models including subscriptions, in-game purchases, multi-games, and virtual goods. 
in North America, a leader in gaming revenue second only to Asia and Pacific, and Asia is very big. So this is, if you could find something, uh, uh, a Web3 game where you can own the land in Asia, you can make a lot of money because they uh, gaming in Asia is going to be big. Uh, for instance, like Mirror 3 and the WeMix blockchain, which we have done a video on. You can find it in our Coin Hunters. Uh, we'll put a link up there or, or, or a bit up there to where you can link to that as well. Um, so, yeah, Asia is going to be big in, in gaming. Um, so, Asia Pacific witnessed billions of dollars in revenue in, in 2022. However, the report reveals the decreased consumer spending on video game products in the United States. The peak in consumer spending experience in 2021 during the pandemic subsided in 2022 due to various factors, including the rising cost of everyday products globally, which led to uh, consumers to shift away from purchasing video game products. Now, with that being said, let's go back and take a look at this chart and see exactly what is, um, you know, some of these games, some of these metaverse uh, games, right? And some of these uh, metaverse and some of these gaming tokens, right? So. Um, you have Wilder World, right? You have Wild. As you can see, uh, before Wednesday, the price uh, on the 28th, the price was 33 cents. Now the price is at 55 cents, right? Steady going up. You have Sinverse, right? The price went down. You had that going. It ran up, but now it's going down. So this would be a good time to buy Sinverse. Uh, we will be doing a video on this. Coming soon, it will be uploaded to the Metaspot podcast on Spotify, which you can subscribe to and get to a deep dive and you will understand what Sinverse is and you will uh, understand why we are very, very bullish on, on this um, Grand Theft Auto uh, uh, Metaverse game. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do some deep dive into this one. Uh, so, yeah, we ha then you have uh, Vulcan Forge, as you can see, starting to do a rounded bottom and starting to pump. A little bit you have uh, meta hero and you see what saw what meta hero did ran up and then you had a sell-off okay and then you had OVR which did the same thing and which is now selling off because you had the traders came up sell up um, had the pump into anticipation and now you have the sell-off back down to where it started again at 52 cents okay uh, well around where it started again 52 51 48 cents okay so this is going to be big. Is it something that you want to take a look into? Um, as well as YGG uh, games. And then you had another one, Red Fox. Uh, Red Fox. As you can see what Red Fox did. It is still pumping. He had a little pullback, but not very much. And you had Render. Render. It had a humongous pump. As you can see, now you're having a little pullback as well. So this is something that you might want to take a look at um, some of these metaverses uh, coins and some of these things that uh, some of these gaming platforms and, and that are actually um, building and have been building through the bear market that you can, can make a considerable amount of money on. That some of these are very cheap. Some of these are... Um, very very cheap so it have a small market cap so if they were to explode or when they explode then they will you know you can make a considerable amount of money all right now to finish out on the chart uh, we went back to started out bitcoin uh, we wanted to look at xrp where 
is it XRP and as you can see XRP is in a rising channel it has a pullback hit a resistance here at 54 cents it pulled back down to 53 cents and it is still in a rising channel okay you had a golden cross with the um, 50 crossing the 200 and you saw the price action getting pulled up by the 21 SMA right so it's gonna be interesting interesting so with this lawsuit ends it's gonna be interesting to see what it does all right so enough of the chart let's go back to the news right so we had a big hack that happened over the weekend uh, it was atomic wallet millions and millions of dollars were stolen millions and millions of dollars were stolen and I feel sad for the people because it's supposed to be a decentralized wallet and apparently they kept, I guess, private keys or stored the private keys to every wallet on a server that was hacked. And that is something that I saw on Twitter. I'm not sure if that is the case or not. So let's see what these articles have to say. As always, we never read the articles first. We always read the articles together. That's how we do it here at the Hangout Gang. We are a family. We are a gang. We are a community. And we are Hangout Strong. Right. So let's go ahead and see what this says about Atomic Wallet says several users have reported losses of crypto assets claiming funds um let me get that right there we go pull the article up sorry about that says several users have reported losses of crypto assets claiming funds held on atomic wallet app vanished atomic wallet has reportedly been exploited with users reporting complete losses of their crypto portfolios atomic is a non-custodial non-custodial decentralized wallet meaning users are responsible for assets stored on the application so how does this happen on a decentralized wallet if 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 there's no centralized source how does this happen i don't understand i don't get it so how does it happen we have received reports of wallets being compromised we are doing all that we can to investigate and analyze the situation as we have more information, we will share it accordingly, stated Atomic's team in a tweet on June 3rd. Several users have, committed, have commented on the post reporting issue, reporting losses, claiming funds have been wiped out from the digital wallet app on on-chain sleuth ZachBTX, known for tracing stolen funds and assisting hacked projects, is taking part in the investigation. At the time of writing, it is unclear uh, how the attack was carried out. Atomic claims to have, uh, Atomic claims to have over 5 million users. And I remember when Zach BT was posting this uh, yesterday. I was following the thread. I actually follow him. So um, some of the things that he was posting was interesting. Uh, if you do not follow Zach BT on Twitter, go ahead and follow Zach uh, XBT on Twitter. He is part of the Rug uh, Pool Radio, he is, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And he's part of the uh, investigation uh, team that does investigation rug pools. Right? So... Twitter users also have reported that funds on the Atomic Wallet app have been stolen in the past. This happened to my BTC six months ago with Atomic. They simply replied back to you, protect your password, seed phrase, blah, blah. I told them not even, I told them not even possible. All I do is use you to exchange and then move crypto out. My response to them, I will use you no more then. Now I was right, wrote one user in response to the post. The attack joins a growing list of crypto hacks taking place every week. On May 28th, the decentralized finance app Jimbo's protocol was exploited, resulting in a loss of 4,000 Ether worth of around 7.5 million. 
Tornado Cash, a decentralized crypto mixer, was also recently hacked. On May 20th, an attacker successfully granted 1.2 million votes to a malicious proposal, gaining complete control of the protocol's governance. Wow. So they created a malicious proposal, and then they flooded it with 1.2 million votes, and they gained control of the, of the, of the uh, protocol's governance, and then just started stealing the money. Wow. Wow. Crypto hackers stole an estimated 3.8 billion last year, mainly through North Korea linked attackers exploited DeFi protocols, according to uh, Chain Analysis Report. Another analysis from TRM Labs revealed that although the number of incidents in quarter one 2023 remained the same, the average hack size dropped to 10.5 million from nearly 30 million. Unfortunately, this slowdown is most likely a temporary reprieve rather than a long-term trend warning that just a few large-scale attacks could tip the scales again. And I agree, which is sad. Um, I think that's just, this is messing up the crypto space, in my opinion. I think this is stopping a lot of money from coming in. I think this is stopping people from making people uh, change their minds. Uh, and so, but you're going to have to do your due diligence. Right? You're going to have to do your due diligence. So let's go ahead to the next article. ProXRP attorneys phone hacked to promote law token. And I saw this, and when I seen uh, John's Diddy an account promoting this token, I was like, ah, no, this is like a scam. Uh, like his, his account has been hacked, and it was indeed true. His account was hacked, okay? So he actually came on his daughter's account, and he was actually, um, you know, let everybody know that his account was hacked, and et cetera, and do not mess with that that um token that they were promoting right so back into the article it says uh lawyer john deeding learning follows via his daughter's account urging people to report the hack as the xrp community responded supporting awareness pro xrp lawyer john dean suffered a phone hack on june 4th amid relentless cyber attack over several days and he had been tweeting that, that he had been get, getting flooded his phones was getting flooded with uh malware and all kinds of stuff um so yeah it was only a matter of time before this happened crypto law and account uh, crypto law an account created by the attorney representing over seventy six thousand xrp token holders um versus the the sec Lawsuit responded to the hacker's tweet from the attorney's account. Crypto Law clarified that the tweets were not from Deaton but from hackers, and immediately steps were being taken to remedy the situation. And this is exactly what it looked like. Okay, it looks exactly like this right here. The hack occurred as Deaton celebrated his birthday, with wishes coming from all over the uh, corners of the crypto community. Tweets from the hackers promoted a cryptocurrency token uh, called Law, which has an almost non-existent market cap. Known for his resolve in confronting regulatory enforcement measures implemented by U.S. agencies, the attorney, the attorney has established himself as an influential figure within the crypto community. The dissemination of false information and deceptive financial data within the crypto market poses a significant risk, given that traders often rely on guidance from influential figures within the industry. Such actions jeopardize the market stability and provide regulators with additional grounds to approach the industry with this sense of prudence and caution. So Deedon took pro uh, proactive measures, which he did, and he communicated to everybody on Twitter, okay? 
So that was one of the things that he did uh, fast. He did that via his daughter's account. And he let everybody know that he had been hacked and let everybody know that it was not um, him that was, you know, doing this and to not look at that coin. Next up, we have Congress introduces a game-changing crypto bill of um, 350 billion Bitcoin, Ethereum, BNB, and XRP. And so there's a new bill that's coming out that they are introducing. It's going to change the game for crypto investors and, and crypto retail like me and you. All we have to do is uh, pass a certain test and we could become accredited investors instead of having the uh, required, I think it's $100,000. So this is, will be big. This will be big and this will be a game changer and allows the United States retailer, average retailer to um, participate in crypto like everybody else in the world, you know, and not be looked at as a criminal and not be looked at as uh, breaking the law of not being an accredited investor because now you just pass the, t pass the course, pass the test, and then you'll be able to be an uh, accredited investor. So very big and this needs to pass. Uh, I, I like I like that part of the bill. I need to go look and read even more into the bill so you can see exactly what it says. But I think that'll be big for United States retail. So next up, we got FTX lawsuits. See crypto firms influence dial back endorsements deals. And you're seeing a lot of this on on Twitter. You're seeing a lot of these people that are crypto influencers. They are re, are you know taking a step back and reconsidering some of these uh, crypto companies that are reaching out to them and asking them to to promote or to do certain XYZ with their token, their NFT project or et cetera. Because um, what happened with the FTX situation, as you can um, see in the news, Shaquille O'Neal has been served, uh, Kim Kardashian, a couple of other people have been sued or fined by the SEC, et cetera. And so now people are starting to take a step back and see exactly, you know, like, whoa, uh, you know, maybe I should take a look at things, which is good, which is good. I don't consider myself an influencer. I just go over the news and um, go over things and present information to you guys and let you guys see exactly where you stand. Okay, and see or well, see exactly where you um, want to, um, you know, if you want to research, you know, buy a coin or not, or research further into a coin. So now it is time. It is time for the Twitter news, as always. Uh, we every Sunday we cover a portion of Twitter news as Twitter is always the place where everything is at uh, all the information all the alpha and if you want to keep abreast this is the place where you need to be it is Twitter so next first up we have Spectre uh, Spectre is XRP's first metaverse it is awesome I love the graphics uh, it is totally awesome so let's hear what the these guys here expect them uh, Spectre, I'm sorry, have to say. Okay, let's check it out. A lot of people who are metaverse projects are trying to build a metaverse or a metaverse experience or a, they're dropping buzzwords. We're trying to create a better web. What we're trying to do is recreate the entire web in 3D, basically. So the idea that everybody who has a website today we'll have a 3D website because this is, humans are 3D animals and that's sort of the way we consume the world. I'll this is the future of the internet. The future of the internet, Spectre. So again, like I said, I'm dropping some alpha on you guys. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, heard of Spectre. 
I don't know if you have ever heard, if you even knew that XRP had a metaverse, right? So now you do. XRP has a metaverse called Spectre. It is trying to bring the internet into the metaverse or make the internet the metaverse, okay? As you can see, you play the video here. You can go here at X Spectre here, follow them, learn even more. We'll do a video upon them pretty soon. Right, so next up on the Twitter news, we have Apple's most hyped event is happening tomorrow. Uh, we have Apple will announce the first AR VR headset at this event. It is a big step towards the metaverse. Agreed, right? Evan, Evan Luther posted that on Twitter and gave us that information, uh, that heads up, right? Thanks, Evan. Next up, we have Wall Street Silver uh, gave us this information and this heads up here says multiple central banks are building central digital currencies without authorization. So let's see what this guy has to say right here. Austrian Freedom Party lodged a protest against the current left-wing government for ignoring a referendum on the right to use cash after an overwhelming 530,000 Austrians signed a referendum petition. With CBDCs now being pushed worldwide in the face of widespread public opposition, I think we'll see more clashes over protecting the people's right to save and to spend anonymously with cash, something we've had for a long time, for millennia, uh, and have taken for granted, but is now under threat of being seized into a CBDC, a giant balance sheet the government can surveil and manipulate at will, turning your money into an allowance. In fact, a recent poll found that Americans overwhelmingly reject a CBDC and opposition rises as they learn more about it. For example, opposition doubles when people learn a CBDC can be used to freeze the bank account of political protesters. It rises to even more when they learn a CBDC allows government to monitor your spending. And it rises to 74% when they learn a CBDC lets government control your spending. Cholera polls better. So why do governments keep pushing CBDCs when voters hate them? Simple, CBDCs are irresistible to governments control. who would dearly love to monitor and control every dollar you spend. Think of the opportunities for social engineering, reparations, or a China-style social credit system. Control. Meanwhile, so about pushing political opponents with a CBDC means controlling speech which means permanent job security for politicians who serve the deep state first with the people as an afterthought. So how can we fight CBDCs? The easiest is to make sure your government doesn't start one. Central banks worldwide, eight at last count, starting with China, are running CBDC pilot projects, allegedly for research, that build fully functional CBDCs without authorization. These should be stopped for the same reason government shouldn't be piloting, say, tools to mass censor political speech. The people control the government, not the other way around, and we tell I agree. Agreed. them what they're allowed to pilot via our elected representatives. By the way, central banks can run these pilots without authorization because they're self-funding. They print their own budgets with their magical basement money printers, meaning in many countries, central banks do what they like, free of the power of the purse that controls most of government. In fact, many central banks, including the Fed, are largely exempt from freedom of information requirements where governments have to tell the people what they're up to. As Murray Rothbard put it, the Fed has less congressional oversight, meaning less voter oversight, than the CIA. 
This means central banks will do what they like until Congress very specifically tells them to stop. I mean, spelled out like central bankers are five-year-olds, including a blanket CBDC ban and a ban on pilots, even when they try to sneak one in by running it through banks or contractors. Sneaky devils. CBDC pushers are building them using central bank machinery that's currently immune from voters. It is up to us to make our representatives stop them before we are locked in a digital cage that none of us voted for. Okay? I agree. Devils are sneaky, man. They're very sneaky. Sneaky, 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 sneaky. So, we got more Twitter news. Uh, it says right here, Wirewell, at Wirewell. Follow him at Wirewell. Shouts out to Ed Wirewell. At Well Wire, sorry. Uh, just in, Bitcoin developers are developing on whether, debating on whether they should adjust the BTC code to suppress ordinals and BRC20 tokens. This comes after billions worth of transactions swarmed the BTC network in May, causing transaction fees to surge in extreme network congestion. And I agree down here. It says, why would someone want to change the code of BC? Isn't it a big red flag? Well, yeah. It says, oh, you didn't know? Like, Ford Maxis have complete control over the BTC code and can change it to anything. Anyone who doesn't believe this should do research into Blockstream and Tether. They see how the BTC crumbled as they saw, uh, they see how BTC crumbled when it saw slight demand from the meme craze, so now they want to suppress it. This is just one of a thousand plus reasons why BTC will never succeed in the long run. And I do believe XRP will overtake uh, Bitcoin too as well, so I, I, I agree with that. And if you don't know what BRC20 tokens are, if you don't know what ordinals are, uh, stay tuned this week because a video will be coming out on that. And you will be... Uh, very thoroughly educated on what both are and how to obtain uh, both and what wallets to use as well. All right. So next up on Twitter news we have here. Uh, ACI plus Ripple and handshake with Fed now. Says the U.S. Federal Reserve is set to launch their instant payment service Fed now this coming July. And ACI Worldwide has been named one of the first payment firms certified to work with them. ACI worked with the Fed to identify Corporate One Federal Credit Union as its initial partner to integrate instant payments into FedNow via ACI's real-time payments cloud. So according to release by ACI, this partnership will lend Corporate One the ability to extend immediate payment solutions to the FedNow service. ACI and SWIFT. ACI supports around 9% of global SWIFT traffic and approximately 30% in the United States. ACI offers services to banks around the world wanting to connect to and leverage the SWIFT Global Payment Initiative. ACI also supports real-time schemes around the world, meaning that any bank can use real-time payment systems to support SWIFT, FIN, uh, Swift FIN uh, GPI, DLT, e.g. Ripple, Wire and Immediate Payments. So, for my XRP community, that is another plus right there. A little hint, 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 hint. Last but not least, we had uh, the Spectre, which we already went over. So, we will go back and look at the XRP chart. And as you can see, it's doing what it's doing. So, Hangout Gang, thank you for joining me this Sunday as we start the kickoff back of every Sunday at 8 p.m. 
maybe 8.30 p.m. I'll move it back to. Uh, we'll start adding guests. We'll start having interviews. We'll start having a uh, little bit more uh, content here on the uh, Crypto Hangout Network and especially on the Sunday Night Hangout. You know, I appreciate you guys for vibing with me. I appreciate you for subscribing. appreciate you for hitting the like button. And again, hit the like button, subscribe, share with your friends, and be on the lookout for our newsletter as we will be producing our newsletters soon. And the radio station will finally be launching here in the near future. Uh, probably within the next uh, week or two, we'll have the radio station launching. Uh, it will be a hip-hop and R&B. And then we will follow with, uh, that with the uh, clothing launch uh, for the radio station, uh, radio station clothing launch and merch and etc. So again, this is Crypto Crane here signing out for the Sunday Night Hangout on the Crypto 